We enter back to see Anthony unsurprisingly alive but kidnapped by a lingering kobold. And so begins the fun game of diplomatic negotiations. Rothkar uh, stands in front of the hole and leans down and tries to stick her head in, but her head's just way too big for this very tiny Anthony-sized hole. She calls out and um, says, Anthony, uh, you okay in there? Anthony calls back. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm just a little uh, tied up at the moment. Uh, any help? Uh, wait, you meant literally? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. Uh, oh, shit. I, I've got rope, like, all over me. Like, uh, 30 feet of rope or something. Like, uh, it's like you cut it off at some point. Well, I thought you were gonna die, so... Me too. Alright, uh, anybody got more rope? You have rope? You cut it off. I did have rope, but now we have, like, not enough rope to... Get anywhere down there. How much have that you say? Uh, I have some rope. You want it? That would be nice. Okay, I uh, give them my 50 feet of rope. Amazing. Rope acquired. All right. Um. Okay, here's a question. Yeah. Would any of us conceivably fit in this hole at all? No, uh, that's why Anthony went in it. Yeah, Anthony is a lanky little guy. He doesn't have any bulky equipment on him. Um, hmm. Let me think. They're not, like, trying to kill you or anything, are they? Uh, not at the current moment. I think he's just pacing around. He's just got his little, uh, cobalt feet, and they're making little tic-tac noises around. It's kind of dark in here. Um, sure. Yeah, we can do that. I light a torch and I throw it down. Hmm. I'm sure someone's got a tinder box. Or, you know, a light or well not a light well, I guess a light spell would work without yeah, even burning a, the torch. I have a tinder box. Yeah. Alright. You, you light the awesome. you, you light the torch. You toss it in and Anthony's like, ah, ah, ah Oh god, oh god, it's on me. Okay. Oh my god, dude, just stop drop roll. I'm already rolling. I have already stopped and dropped. That's a prior thing! Well then roll, bitch, roll! I didn't know I was gonna drop it right on top of you. Me either! Ah! Well, you just killed Anthony! Good job! I, I didn't know he was sitting right above where he dropped down from. I assume they kind of dragged him away. I'm alive. Good. And so is the kobold. Alright. You got light. What do you see? The rope. Did the rope get burned up? Uh, what kind of rope was it, Emily? Uh, I don't have it listed what type of rope it was on, but it's like the rope you get in the starter pack, so it's like, I think it's like hemp and rope. Hemp, okay. Well, in that case, it's a little smoky. I'm gonna, Say. I'm gonna do high-low and see what kind of rope that was. Oh, uh, <laughs> my dice said it was silk. Oh, shit. Is silk, like, not flammable or something? Oh, it is amazingly inflammable. Silk is, like, one of the more tender kind of fabric that you can find out there. It's also, like, really easy to mess it up. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I guess it's 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 got more tensile strength, but it's just very flammable. Hmm? No, 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 
no, no, no. Silk is inflammable. In fact, inflammable like... means flammable. Wait, what? Haven't you ever watched The Simpsons? No, I have never watched The Simpsons. I mean, yes, I've watched The Simpsons, but inflammable means it's flammable. What kind of English bullshit are we talking here? But no, English Silk... bullshit. Oh my god. <laughs> Whatever the word for it can't catch fire good is the word I'm using to describe the silk. It's fire retardant. Inflammable means easily set on fire. That is a dictionary (laughs) definition for inflammable. Inflammable and inflammable. Flammable and inflammable mean the same thing. They mean the same thing. Inflammable? Okay, it's very fire retardant. You could use it for like... Um, uh, things that might catch fire, but you don't want to catch fire. Okay, now we got that cleared up. So he's not, his ropes didn't burn. No, they didn't. (laughs) Okay, that's where I'm sorry. That's just where I got confused. He got saved by some goddamn worm poop. All right, guys, he's okay. I know it's not worm poop, it's like worm butt butt fabric. Well, I mean, it's silk. It comes out of their butt, doesn't it? Yeah. That does. Oh, my God. Okay. Anthony's okay. Uh, He's not on fire. And, um... How big is Anthony? It's pretty short. It's like, it's like four foot five. So, if I'm five feet, can I get in? Hmm. Linky boy like you, maybe. It did get a little wider thanks to Anthony's squeeze. Yeah, actually, what is what is the surrounding? Uh, how how do I phrase this? What is the material of the hole? Is it like is it like solid rock or is it like looser gravel or, or like dirt? This is basically a giant mountain, a uh, giant like ancient seabed uh, that's been uplifted through tectonic motions to create a gigantic mountain. So this is a solid piece of, like... So uh, it's solid rock. It's not easily dislodged. Yeah. Which can be a good thing and a bad thing, depending on if you're trying to break it down or have it not fall on you. True. So should I roll to get down there? Yeah. Cool. Six. (laughs) You get stuck (laughs) at at the hips. You're just kind of sitting in there, and your legs are just dangling in the hole. Uh, hey, can you guys, like, uh, pull me out? No, we're just going to push yeah. on get in there. Yeah, Rothkar's like, you gotta take one for the team, and cracks her knuckles. Hold on, let me, let me crack my knuckle. And the other one. Click. My, my knuckles are just not as poppy today as normal. I'm trying to get some authentic sound effects. I just popped all of mine. It doesn't have as impressive a sound as you'd think it would be. You'd have yeah. to find, like, a cartoon sound effect. Get, like, a nutcracker and just, like, crunch! Yes. <laughs> crunch. Just, like, fist. crunch into the mic. Breaks fist. I'm ready to go. Yeah, she puts her, both of her hands on your shoulders and you feel the full uh, weight of her whole body come down on you. And your ass is getting real scratched up. Let's see how she does. That's a mildly favorable outcome. I was scared for a moment. Oh, good. So not like last time. Uh, your butt kind of slides down in the hole a bit, but you're still stuck. You're you're even more stuck. We just gotta push him down further. 
I'd like to be pulled up, not down. So we're going to, pull, to push it down now. You you went for this and you're going to commit to it. I'm going to use my hand axe to just kind of destroy the dirt around it to make the hole bigger. It's not dirt, it's all rock. Or rock, yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna hack in the rock. Um, uh, you're gonna use your sharp weapon on solid rock. Yes, my lovely hand axe. I don't like the sound of that. Alright, roll me to hit. Did I need to do a strength check? You're hitting the ground. Roll it to hit. Okay, so that's uh, 16. Oh, yeah, you sure as heck hit that ground. But you do notice that it has a... The sound that it makes when it hits the ground doesn't sound all that great, and it's actually pretty grating on the axe. If you look kind of closely, the axe has a little bit of scarring on it from the rock. You did make a pretty nice uh, crack in the earth. Nice. I mean, it's basically like a pickaxe. Hand axe, pickaxe. It's it's both in the name. <laughs> but a pickaxe is like a tiny wedge where you just stab it. Okay, you're doing fine. I believe in you. It's all in the name. As long as it has the same thing in the name, it can work the same. Like inflammable and unflammable, it'll all work. Yes. Okay. Uh, Rothgar sees what you're doing, and she uh, takes out a mace, and she starts slamming it into the rock. I really don't like this. Okay, and she hits the ground pretty well. Some pieces of rock fling out, and the splinter all over the place, but makes a nice crack. The whole cave echoes with these hits. And it's not uh, causing any rocks to fall, but you could definitely uh, <laughs> just hear the whole place reverberate with this. You're going down, boy. Anthony's just, what the fuck are you guys doing up there? Trying to help. What the hell, kill me? We're making a hole. Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm gonna die in here. <laughs> I'm gonna die and be lizard food. We won't let him eat you. <laughs> I try to move down a little bit more. Alright, roll me some acrobatics for that one. Mmm, fun. Oh. A seven. A seven. You, you kind of wiggle on down a little bit, but that's it. You just kind of wiggle. Do they have the spell Grease? No. I don't think any of us do, no. Okay. I just realized I do have a tinderbox. I just put it in a weird place. Well, that tinderbox is real useful now, isn't it? Yeah, it helped me set someone on fire. <laughs> Ash, do you have level one spells yet? Though, I think you used your level one spell already for Comprehend Languages. Yeah, he did. I have another slot. Oh? What are you looking for? Don't you have something buttery or uh, fattening? What? can't believe it's not butter. You got some no. margarine? No, I do not have any margarine. You don't I'm have just going spell... to push him down. You don't have the spell grease. I'm going to push him down. Nope, unless this guy self changes my size. I'm going to push him um, down. I don't remember if disguise self is. I think that might just be an illusion spell. Yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't change So it size. does not change my size, so I cannot go anywhere. If you had alter self, now that, that could change uh, your body type, I believe. 
Yeah, but uh, the sky itself is an illusion spell. And you're not a shapeshifter either. Nope. I'm just going to push it down with brute force, boy. All right. All right. I guess Doctor I could stab him gonna... in the ass. What? Do not. That's about the only thing I can do here. Do we I need have... to roll strength check to push him down? Yeah, if you're just doing raw strength check, then sure. That's a 16. Okay. I help. I rolled a 12. Oh, boy. So, with the combination of all three of you pushing down on uh, Foxfire's shoulders, you hear him go, foomp, and then get stuck at the shoulders. And now he's only like a head <laughs> sticking out through the hole. Beautiful. <laughs> Maybe you should have lifted up your arms. That probably would have helped. Well, too late now. Now your feet are dangling, Foxfire. Can I try to, like, push myself, like, by putting my hands at the underneath of the hole and, like, push myself down? It's too far. Too far? Yeah. Dang. Okay. Like, your full body is within a hole with your little feetsies dangling out. It is extremely uncomfortable. Does Anthony have his hand free? No. He's all tied up at the moment. Anthony! Anthony, I can't help you! I'm trying to keep an eye on this cobalt here. It disappeared. Hmm. Hmm. What to do? Um, I do have a shovel and a crowbar. Do you think we could try and kind of break off some of the rock around you, maybe? Rothkar speaks up. Um, I don't think with the shovel, but she gets out her mace and uh, measures out a good distance from her other big crack. Takes a wall. I have a mall. Oh, that'll work too. I'm going to use a mall. Strike the earth. It's a 16 again. Nice. Keep rolling the same numbers. You both smash into the rock and it uh, shatters. And with a crowbar and a shovel, you kind of scoop out some of it. And uh, Foxfire, you can feel like you can move your shoulder a little bit better. It's, uh, it's kind of like at your elbow on one side now. It's like a weird concave um, hole on that side. I use my hand. I like bend my elbow and push with that hand. Yeah. Okay. Roll me some acrobatics. Mm, I'm not rolling well today. Nine. Okay. So you're kind of able to get out just a little bit. Your elbow kind of gets out and you're trying to wiggle, but uh, you're starting to get free. I'm coming, Anthony. I'm going to save you. Northcar's like, hey, let's get the other side, too. And she makes a big crack on the other side. She starts tearing away rock. Can I use my other hand now? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you wiggle out right. Do I roll for wiggle? Mm-hmm. Is that acrobatics? Yeah, let's see how good you wiggle. 18. Hell yeah. Best quality, his wiggles. <laughs> you wiggle the heck out of that hole, and now that your arms are free, you kind of slump down into the hole a little bit more. <laughs> Am I all the way down, or...? Uh, now your knees are sticking out. You can kind of, like, kick around in the room. And Anthony's just like, Hey! Hey, watch it! I kick around in the room more. Stop it! I push down on him again. Roth's trying. Rothcar kind of misses. Your flailing arms, uh, distract her, and... <laughs> I got 18. Oh, man. Oh, man, but Luth... Oh, she can figure it so out. Good. Grabs your arms and pulls them in close to your body and shoves you down, and you go whoop, all the way through the hole. Yeet. 
And you are in a Needed. small hole, probably about uh, five foot tall, uh, uh, maybe like a seven feet wide. And there's a couple of holes at the bottom of here, kind of like little tiny rat holes. And Anthony is there. He's uh, caught along the side, and there's a torch right underneath your feet. I uh, step over the torch, and then I cut Anthony free with my knife. Yeah. Anthony's like, oh my god. Oh, you saved me. Oh my god. I thought I was gonna die. Cool. Let's find a way out of here then. Well, it's uh, easy. We just go up the same way we got out. You just gotta give me a boost. Push Anthony through the hole. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, you give Anthony a boost and um, uh, Anthony's got his hands like at the hole and he's like, he, he is doing some crazy acrobatic stunts. Uh, but it doesn't seem to be, uh, to any great effect. He's like, I'm gonna need some help! Ah! He's like, <laughs> he's trying to, like, put one arm in and kind of wiggle on through while flailing his feet in some rhythmic direction in order to, like, corkscrew his way up yeah, yeah. through momentum, momentum, and it's not working. Abby, don't you have my rope? Yes. Could you maybe, uh, toss some of it down? Sure. Yeah, I unfurl the rope, and I—I I guess I'll. Mm, should I should I tie the other end onto something? Is there anything in the area that I could do that with? Like maybe a stalag tight, right? That's the one on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tie it off on one of those. All right. Anthony grabs onto the rope right. and starts pulling himself up. And while this is going on, and while you're uh, preoccupied with holding up Anthony, yeah, you hear um a weird voice. Like, just, like, whispering into your little ear. Who's? I have big ears. I'm an elf. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't do it so stealthily, so you actually feel it crawl up your back. <laughs> Got a little gremlin infection. It's a lizard boy. He whispers. A boy? Uh, he, he whispers something in your ear, and it's actually pretty surprising, because you're actually able to understand it, despite not having your comprehend languages up. He's saying it in... Elvish. He says, I got interesting thing for you. Uh, what kind of thing? Uh, follow me? I follow it. Yeah, it's the, it's this cute little, uh, uh, reddish-orange kobold, a little, little average size. Show me um, the boy. <laughs> he's got, um, something, uh, clothes that are a little bit more kept than you'd expect from, like, a kobold of the ones that you've seen um he crawls into a hole and before he comes out and he's like i got a thing but you must make a promise he's speaking in some broken elven to you yeah uh, i'll make a promise what you need uh promise uh family safe yes uh i can i'm sure i can arrange that and he Gives out a big, toothy, fangy grin. Uh, you can assume he, that he's happy, despite not having lips. Uh, and he crawls on out, and he's got uh, some tools in one hand, and a cool book that's, that's like, learn elvish the fun way, with like a bunch of little kid pictures on it. And he's like pointing at it, and he's pointing at himself. Learn. It. Smart me. Yes. I don't uh, I don't trust friends. Your friends. I don't. He shakes his head. I can make sure they won't harm your family. 
And he claps his hands together and starts nodding vigorously. Yes, yes. So what did you want to show me? Uh, he straightens himself up and uh, takes the torch from the uh, from the floor and he tosses it down one of the holes and just beyond you can see um, what appears to be catacombs, just lines and lines of them. Would this match up with our map? Yes, it would. So that's how they got down there. I find you want. Yes. Can wait. Can Abby speak Elvish too? Wait. Uh, I don't. Hold on. Can they hear this? Uh, he's keeping it pretty low. Okay. Uh. Uh, you do know. I Elvin. actually can't speak Elvin. Yeah. So roll a listen check. See if you um are able to hear them. So that would be perception, right? Yeah, perception. Probably not. That's an eight. You can hear whisperings and. It sounds vaguely elvish, but that's really all you can tell. Hey, Foxfire, did you say something? Uh, yeah, uh, so we found the catacombs. Uh, we just have to promise that the little kobold family doesn't get hurt. Well, there's a kobold down there? Is it yeah, the same one like, that tied what? Anthony up? What? Wait, 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 what? The one that tied me up? Uh, yeah. You trying to chat with him? Yes. Feel chummy? Chummy? Yeah, he's a little. Hey, I mean, boy. if they're promising that, if the little guy is promising that we can get down into the catacombs, that might not be a bad deal. Yeah, he's a little friendly boy. It's just a child. They're not gonna hurt us. Anthony and Rothkar look at each other and just okay. They, can they you seem to have gone along with this uh, plan and just kind of step back? Okay, wait, Foxfire. We promised that not to hurt this child's family, right? Can the yes. kid in turn promise that their family won't hurt us? I relay this back to the kobold. And kobold seems a little confused by the question at first, and then thinks on it and says, "Why? Why would hurt? I well, would be hurt. Just in case." Oh, okay. And he gives a big old shrug and's just like, oh, "You you agree?" Yes. Yeah, and he's hopping up and down, all happy like, and starts shaking your hand vigorously. I'll just kind of let him. He's still in the hole. <laughs> he's he hasn't left. We haven't left the hole. Oh, I was confused on what's happening. Sorry. No, he's <laughs> he's talking to me. And then the kobold's like, "Go, uh, you up, up, back, back, back up. Back. I got, I guess." Okay. Uh, I climbed the rope. Do I need it? A strength tech to climb the rope. I'm or just gonna it. say, eventually you figure it out. Wait, 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 wait! No, I want to do it. Okay, fine. <laughs> Is that an acrobatics or a strength? Uh, it's probably athletics because you're pulling your own weight up. Okay, let's just say I made it up. <laughs> I got a nine. <laughs> yeah, sure. It takes some uh great difficulty, but you're able to crawl your way up there and. <laughs> Climbing's hard. I think Rothkar are just like, you you trust this little dude? <laughs> yeah. Hey, they're Here's promising some... us a way down. Hmm? They're promising us a way down, and also, they're a child. What harm could they possibly do? You hear some clanging noises coming from the front area of the dungeon. Hmm? From, like, way farther back in the... At the very beginning of the dungeon, you hear something going on up there. And then, 
Yeah. You're going to roll 20. You could see it. Ping. Oh my god. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you for all the pings. Yes, Ping. that's where you hear the noise coming from. Can we eat on over there? <laughs> yes. No, we're just gonna stay here forever. <laughs> yeah, this is your home now. Cool. We'll share with the kobolds. Anyway, so we go there. What's up? Um, you just hear some clanking noises. It's pretty loud and uh, seems to be coming. Like you remember at the very front of the of the dungeon, there was a big caved in uh wall where the entrance should be. The entrance to the catacombs. Further in. It's going. Well, it's not gone yet. Soon enough, you hear uh, one clang come down and a puff of, like, rock smoke fly up. And a little cobalt head pop out. Friendly boy! E, this way? This, you want this way? Yes. I got it. Don't you worry. You can trust uh, me. Thank you. <laughs> he crawls back down and gets back to work. And you can hear more rocks just being shoved out of the way and... um. And, like, the clangs of hammers and picks as the rock just, like, uh, strategically and efficiently gets um, weathered down into such a way that, like, the rocks don't start collapsing. And Anthony and Rothgar are just like, do we, do we really need this? I, I gotta be honest, um, I think our job is done. No, we still haven't cleared the actual catacombs. We only cleared the way for us. Yes, that and well, you don't know how many more are gonna be down there. It could be more than just this kid. Mm, yeah, they look at each other and look around, and they just don't seem very convinced. They uh, they look up. Well, and listen, look, you can you can leave if you want, and only have <laughs> half the job like, done, and risk right. being paid less. But that's well, up to you. <laughs> Listen, yeah, my cue to go later, dudes. Hey, hey, we were sent here to clear catacombs. What we cleared were just caves. There is a difference. He's got a point. Like huddle together, look up, and look at you guys every now and then. You can leave if you want, but if you tell them you just cleared out this cave area, they'll probably dock your pay. They look at each other and sit there for a bit and say, "Ah, we're okay with that." All right. Hey, bye. I thought yeah. you were real adventurers, but I guess I was wrong. Ooh, called out. Oh, Let's see. actually, I'm gonna roll on that one. Hold on. <laughs> uh, you actually see Rothgar like get really angry and step forward, but Anthony puts a hand on her side and she cools down immediately and says, "Well, you're not looking at the bigger picture, but." Uh, we've got a job to do, so we'll see you later. Okay. All right. You had see. other jobs next to this one that you didn't tell us about. See you later, I guess. And they walk on out of the dungeon. Well, I still got the weed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just us now. Yep. And, uh... Your little cobalt friend, uh, you can hear him say in Elvin, Watch this! And with one swift clang, the whole rock wall in front of you starts crumbling down like dominoes. 
And it's a very uh, patterny sort of effect. And uh, once all the dust settles, you see the kobold striking a pose. Wow. I give him a little applause. Yay. I'm very happy for him. And he, uh, he smiles and uh, waves and says, uh, we're, we're family. Yeah. I mean, Foxfire is the only one who can understand what he is saying, so... Well, uh, Adam can also understand him. Anybody who knows uh, Elvish can understand him. Well, yeah. I can't understand it. I don't know Elvish. Yeah, that's my other non-infernal, non-common languages, Elvin. I have Orc. Yeah, family. Yeah. Abby just kind of nods tentatively. Where? Where family? I give him a hug. Where? What? Roll for hug. Oh, God. <laughs> 18. Hug oh, successful. Boy. Oh boy, you hug him real good. He's just, we're family. Okay, I'm just going to assume that you guys are translating for me, and I'm just, guys, he is asking, where is his family? Oh. Uh, <laughs> we just completely misunderstand what just happened. He's crying. Because he's interpreting this moment as a sympathetic one. Family? Well, but you promise they'd be okay? Yes. I don't know uh, who the cobbles were that Anthony and Rothgar just killed, but I'm going to assume that this kid uh, was part of the family that just left. I don't know. Just tell him that his family left peacefully and that we will bring him to his family oh my god you translate this for him and he's just like left peacefully and you're going to bring me to them he starts shaking and taking a step back no they left to find another home and we are going to help you find this other home and bring you back to your family I don't translate this. I just <laughs> Yes, good. Good guy, Foxfire. You 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 mean they're alive? They are alive. And you see all this tension fall from him as you see a tiny little shiv that was behind his back that he was holding just clanging onto the floor and he's just like ah, 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 ah. And he rolls on his back and starts laughing and crying. Okay, so we just got ourselves a little new side quest, I guess. We are going to have to escort this little kobold to uh, the family that just left. But they probably aren't too far. Let's avoid the main quest and just do all the side quests. Before. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is a fucking going... Skyrim, yeah. Yes, we're going to leave the catacombs right now. We take the child with us and just look for his family. Okay. Let's do it. It can be far. We can always return. Otherwise, we have to deal with this child the entire time. Okay. Well, but I thought the whole point was to have this kid as a guide. You have a map for that now. That's true. Well, I was just thinking if they have any more blocked off passages. I have a mole for that. Uh, that's true. Okay, let's go find this kid's family. <laughs> All right. So you step out of the dungeon and uh, the sun's still pretty high up in the sky it's almost noon um and uh, i guess where do you want to start uh hmm. 
Okay, so uh, what was the area around the the catacombs like? Um, pretty high mountaintop, rocky, uh, very, very, very short plants. Um, no soil, pretty much just rock. So basically, any cover would have been probably given by height, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's take a look in the book, shall we? What kind of places do kobolds like? Kobolds like abandoned uh, underground areas, um, places that they can dig in pretty easily, like dirt. Okay. And um, what about underground, underground networks that have been pre-made, such as city sewers. Uh-huh. Okay, so they're probably going to be looking for another cave. So, let me think. Uh, should we hide the kobold, just in case, like, someone sees it, and it's like, it's gonna attack you? Well, I don't know, is this area, like, very populated at all? No, there's, like, hardly anyone out here. There there might be a stray, uh, llama, alpaca thing just munching on some fucking leaves somewhere, and that is it. I guess we're just setting out, then. Yeah, looking pretty much. For, looking for, uh where might be a cave that they could have gone to. So how are you going to go about looking for a cave? Uh, looking? Just just roll some perception checks then. Like, basically, I would li- what I would like to, to go, how I'd like to go about this is, like, get to maybe a high point and then look for any, like, obvious cave formations, like openings in well, the landscape. you are at a peak. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. Then I guess we'll just take a look around right. the surrounding area from where we are. Roll me a perception check. I rolled an 11. I got a nat 20. But- <laughs> I got a 3 because I rolled a 1. Okay, I guess Foxfire is carrying this. Alright. Oh my god. Foxfire, your elf eyes see... Um, uh... 50,000 caves. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you do notice a, um, you know what, you actually don't notice a cave, instead you see Anthony and Rothkar walking not towards town. Like, like you know the direction town is in, and they're not walking that way. I don't trust like that. <laughs> I don't trust like that either. I am press X to doubt. Uh, I relay this information to Abby and Luthmos, and then I say, uh... Maybe we should go check on them. Maybe they might be going after the kobolds. Um, that could be true. We could follow them, and maybe we can find the other kobolds along the way. Sounds Gucci. I start leading them in the direction that uh, Rothgar and Anthony are going. All right. You notice every now and then that Rothgar and Anthony stop, check the dirt, uh, survey around. And then keep walking. Oh, they're probably most definitely looking for those kobolds. Yeah. They want the dragon. I'm calling it. That's true. Damn, we shouldn't have told them about that. Dragons are pretty valuable. It was like not a dragon. It was like a, a, a pseudo dragon. Even then, pseudo dragons are actually pretty valuable. I guess we're just going to follow Rothgar and Anthony around. All right. How are you going to do this? As long as they are not looking back, we can just stay at a safe distance from them. Well, every now and then they do look backwards. Hmm. If they are on the hunt for the kobolds, maybe we can 
actually join up on them and be like, hey, we are looking for the family of this cobalt kid. And we saw you walking around and we thought maybe we can join up. Like maybe if they know that we're here, they won't try to attack the kobolds. I like the sound of that plan. All right, then uh, you just make your presence known? Yes. Yeah. All right, you call out to them and relay this information, and they uh, suddenly turn around and just give you a big old shrug. Like, uh, like they, they, they call back to you, I thought you guys were just going to clear out the catacombs and do your job. We are going to do it, but we don't want to keep this child with us the entire time. And no, we're not going to murder him. They look at each other and you can see them give a big out sigh and Rothkar just flings her hands and says, come on down. We join up with them. And you guys are walking along and Anthony and Rothkar are still keeping their heading right and they're checking their compasses and sniffing out the ground and checking for signs of uh, cobalt activity in the area. And this goes on for a little bit, but uh, Rothkar starts walking a little bit slower and pulls you to the side, Luthmos. Ooh. She whispers low in your ear in Orcish. Ooh. Sexy. So, I get it. You're trying to be goody-two-shoe hero here. But well, yeah, I'm not. Th- I'm not going to kill a kid. I mean, it's fighting is all I know. But I also know that it's kind of fucked up to just kill a kid, you know. And this kid just wants to be with his family. She clutches her fist and just like, look, these aren't just like us. These are an infestation. We're the exterminators. That's kind of fucked up. I mean, as long as they go in some other cave that doesn't bother anyone. I don't see why we should keep on trying to kill them. She uh, cocks her heads and sighs and just... Uh, there's no use trying to convince somebody who has already said in their mind that they're not going to be convinced today. And she just keeps on heading up and... Uh, you guys eventually make it to the kobold group. They weren't actually that far out. Is the kid excited? Yeah, the kid is excited and runs back up to them, and they're all hugging and having a good time, and Anthony and Rothkar are just like, ugh. When I go stand promptly in front of Anthony and Rothkar and just be like, look at this happy family. They are reunited. They are looking for a new home where they would bother anyone, and we can go clear the catacombs in peace now. They throw up their hands and go, gah, yeah, whatever. It's no big deal, I guess. <sighs> fine, fine, whatever, fine. They look, they look pretty upset, but more like, uh, <laughs> they look like a five-year-old at a at a grocery store candy aisle who's not allowed to touch anything. So I guess we're taking Anthony and Rocker back with us to the catacombs. <laughs> Anthony's like, I want to go drink. You can go drink, my buddy, if that's what your heart desires. Let's go drink, uh, Rothkar. Rothkar's like, yeah, let's go. (sighs) Forget these kids. For what it's worth, uh, I do think you guys are good adventurers, even even though we kind of disagreed on a lot of things. 
There's gotta be differences in the world, am I right? Uh, no, you're right. We're gonna go mull this over over a big old gl- uh, gallon of ale. Have fun. We'll, we might join you guys in on that when we're done with the catacombs. Uh, if you're still there. Yeah, we'll save you uh, a couple seats. Awesome. <laughs> Pat each other on the back and start walking back to town. And yeah, it's obvious they're walking just straight back to town. Nice. And we are going back to the catacombs. Uh, before you guys go, one of the kobolds uh, actually uh, gets your attention. Uh, I look what the kobold wants. They look at each other and they got this uh, scrunched up, like, worried face and they're just... <sighs> Your little kobold friend does the translating, and he, and it says they they say that they're saying it's really no secret that uh we're going to be hunted down or chased around our whole life uh so for that reason we kind of don't want this to get into the hands of anybody who has uh not their not their best interest at heart as uh, as we've decided. I mean, take out that cage of that pseudo dragon. They hand it to you. Ooh, uh, it's mine now. It's my favorite. <laughs> okay. okay. They they do look kind of sad that they're having to give it up, but at the same time, they're like, it it was another mouth to feed, and to be honest, we weren't doing a good job of taking care of him. He didn't really like us either. I thank them for their trust, and I promise that I will take good care of the little dragon. Hey, um, we will take good care of the little dragon. That is, this is this is something I'm I want to say separately. Yep. Um, you guys probably have a long journey ahead of you. Um, I'm not sure if you eat the same stuff as us, but I'm willing to split my rations with you if you really need it. They actually are pretty surprised by this proposition. They uh, uh they sheepishly turn it down, but some of the kids are like. No, please, I insist. I have this this journey we were taking wasn't going to take very long, and well, you need it more than I do. I know what it's like to be on the road. So I give them I have ten rations, I give them five. It's not yeah. much, but you can at least save it for the children. And that winged kobold from earlier that you slashed his wings with, he walks up in front of everybody and uh, he he says something in uh, Draconic, but the feeling comes through, and you can assume that he says thank you. I, I nod. I wish you best you, of luck. He gives you a nod, too, and gently takes the rations from you, and all of them are waving goodbye, and they're heading out on a new journey. I wave back, and I assume that we are going to, to back to the catacombs now. Okay. Can I add a little dragon to my inventory? Yeah. He's currently in a cage, and he looks uh, kind of upset by his current confinement. Don't worry. I will get you a bigger cage. No, I I actually don't know how tame this little dragon is, so I don't know if I can let, let it out of his cage. That is a good assumption to make. <laughs> I will try it when we're in a closed room where he can't run off into the wide open world. <laughs> All right, you're back at the catacombs, and uh, that cleared-out room reveals a, uh, a a chamber. 
And it has an angel statue just standing right in front of like a gigantic carved door. And it's got uh, one hand uh, facing towards you, kind of like it's high-fiving in the air. And the other hand, uh, palm up, down, kind of like it's it's got like 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 it's holding a pizza, but there's no pizza. So one is one is palm out facing us, and the other one's palm up facing the ceiling. Is what you're saying? Yeah, that's a more elegant description for a very <laughs> serious statue that I've described. High fiving and getting a pizza. <laughs> I mean. We don't know this family. Maybe getting a pizza is really important. I don't know if pizza exists in this world. Hey, Hilo! Hilo if pizza exists in this world. <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta say either high or low. Uh, high. That is a nat 20. Pizza absolutely exists in this fucking world. <laughs> Yummy. Delicious. We're all going to get some pizza after we're done. Cowabunga dudes. All right. Hell yeah. Probably have like goat cheese pizza. Yeah, actually, that's probably one of their specialties, gotta be honest. <laughs> goat cheese is like like... their thing. All right. So, uh, underneath this gigantic angel statue, there is a plaque on the bottom, and the inscription says Between you, there is a traitor. It cannot come with you if you wish to pass. Is it the little dragon? He's the traitor, isn't he? What? I'm gonna let you guys figure this out. And okay, wait. Can 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 you read read this description? I just want to like parse it for any literal yeah. comment. Between you, there is a traitor. It cannot come with you if you wish to pass. And this is just a description on the door. It's a description on the plaque on the angel statue. It stands in front of a big ornate door, but there's like no space between the statue and the door. Yeah, has anyone sense or like detect magic? Not me. Foxfire. What are we doing? <laughs> detect magic. Is that a spell? It should be. Yes. Should be a cantrip, right? Yeah, a cantrip or a spell depends. Oh. I don't have that. No, it is a first level spell. Don't have Shit. it. Okay, so between one of us is a. Tr- uh. I just want to test something. What happens if I, like, touch the hand things on the door? Nothing happens. Okay. I'm going to feel around on the plaque. Uh, it looks pretty well made. Like, um, some artisans put a lot of thought and effort into making sure that it's all very flush and well sealed. No secret buttons anywhere or anything. Nope. Hmm. Maybe the real traitor was inside of us all along. Shit. <laughs> I'll tell you the description one more time. Between you, there is a traitor. It cannot come with you if you wish to pass. It's a dangle. Between us is... It's probably based off the between part. Yes, I'm thinking the angel itself, because the angel cannot come with us, and it is between the two hands. I am so good at riddles. Nothing happens. It's oxygen. We can't you bring traitorous. oxygen Between us, there is a traitor. So stick the word traitor in between the letter U and S. <laughs> this isn't like a bunch of fridge magnets. You can't just move the letters where you want. No. Oh. Roll for fridge magnets. Roll for fridge <laughs> magnets. 
Oh wow, no. No, well, no fridge magnets. <laughs> I put a gold piece on the hand just to see what happens. Oh dip. Yeah, the hand actually lowers. Oh fuck. Oh shit. Uh it's the gold. Yes. I put what another yeah, what if we just put all of our money on the hand? Yeah, uh, the more coins you put on the hand, the lower it goes. And at a certain point, like, the coins start falling off. But it gets to the point where, yeah, the hand completely goes down, and the door opens. <laughs> hey! Can I pick up our gold? Any of them that have fallen. What? There's some that are still in the hand. If we take the coins that are in the hand, then it will just raise back up. Yeah. How much? How much would it take to to lower the door exactly? What the door's open? It's like twenty pieces. The hand. The hand. How how, how much points are on the hand? Twenty. Yeah. Okay. So Maybe. how many do we have between us? I have eighty-five gold. Have you have eighty-five. I have five. I have fifty-two. Someone do math. So uh, you said fifty-two and eighty-five and five. So we have a hundred and forty-two between us. So that means that when we're all done, we have 122 left. Yeah. Man, I suppose I spent a lot more money than I thought I did. I guess Alchemist Fire is pretty expensive. Yeah. How much coins do we have? Uh, 100. God, I already We have 122 on hand between all of us after putting enough to weigh down the thing. Should we present it? (laughs) I put it in a calculator. 122 divided by 3. I'm going to say... 40.6. You yes. all have 41 coins. And you, you, could, you could just dole that out wherever you want. Nice. So we all have 41 then? Yeah. Okay. Some of us got off a little bit better, but that's fine. We'll probably get a good reward anyways. Yes. We don't have to worry about money. All right. Let's go through that door. Yes. All right. You go through that door and... Before you are the rows and rows of catacombs that seem to go on forever. And further down one of the hallways, you can see a torch at the end of one. Let's go to the torch! It's on the floor. We pick up the torch. Oh wow, there's a hole right there. It's probably where the little cobalt came from. Yep. We do not need that hole, I think. (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, now that you're like in the catacomb, you can see that these bodies are pretty well preserved um well not like preserved but like the they're kind of mummified no they're the tombs that they're in are pretty well maintained like uh the coffins they don't seem like they've been damaged or moved they just seem like some stone coffins that have been carved out with um they're not grandiose or anything, but they're definitely not cheap looking. So how big is this family anyway? Like how many generations? If there's like this many people in a family catacomb? It seems like there's a lot. There's also a lot of like smaller uh, coffins. You can assume that those were children. And you can see like birth dates and death dates on all of them. And names and there's various symbols that you can assume either represent them or what happened to them when they died. Hmm. I don't have any ideas. So wait. I'm I'm confused. What what are we what are we we're trying to figure out when these people died or Nah. It's just some we're fluff. Look, yeah. We're we're actually supposed to look for the infestation that this 
apparently happening here. I mean, there's like skeletons of some rodents around. You know, now I think about it, they did use bones for the traps up there. Hmm. It doesn't hurt to make sure that the catacombs are entirely clear. And besides, we were also looking for the the guy's brother. Oh yeah, Randall, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, you remembered. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. Okay, so you're exploring the catacombs a little bit more. Um, and at one point you notice there is a... Uh, it looks much larger than a mouse skeleton. And... Is it a rat? Uh, no, much larger than that. Rats can get pretty large. Anybody want to roll me some investigation? Yes. No. no I can try, fire. but it probably won't go well. Foxfire, you get to sit outside and pick your nose. No, I'm going to roll. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Ten. I got a five. I, I am not a I got a 17. What do you know? Um, Abby notices that the, uh, the skeleton has scorch marks around it in the shape of a kobold. Oh, so it's a kobold that died it. In particular, it died to something that scorched it. Hmm. Well, I wonder if it was magic. Actually, now I think about it, since I rolled such a high investigation, well, can I find any evidence of, like, what could have set this kobold on fire? Is it holding a torch? Is there any, like, charred, like, clothing? Anything like that? Um, you see that there's ashes around, but the scatter marks of the scorching looks like it was blasted out from somewhere, and you can judge that there was a... That there was um, something that shot it. It wasn't something like an explosion. It was the scatter pattern. Seems like there was a concentrated like beam or some sort of like. So like some blast. sort of magical fire spell, like scorching ray or fireball or something like that. Yeah, it was something not like a that. Torch or anything like that. It wasn't like a, it's not a torch. It doesn't have like it's, it doesn't seem like a like a grenade. It's like something just just pure fire. Okay, that's interesting. Hmm, and also bad. As you make your way through the catacombs, there doesn't seem to be um, other things of notice, except when you hit the end, there seems to be a door. Uh, and the door seems uh, weirdly out of place. Like it was just uh, slammed there. Like uh, someone just like made a door. It, it doesn't fit the, the aesthetic of the dungeon, but it's definitely... Pretty well crafted. It's not kobold made. Hmm. Interesting. And on the door, there's a little sign that says, uh, kobold keep out. Wait, really? Yeah, it's like, uh, with a little piece of tape and it's like put on there, like some kid's bedroom door. <laughs> well, uh, I guess we can knock. Okay, you knock. And, um, you hear a voice from the inside and says, what business do you have with Master? Um, we're adventurers exploring the catacombs. We would like to- we were curious about the door. The door? Why is, is this- why is the sign say no kobolds? Because Master has told me that the kobolds are dirty and they must be destroyed only if they enter the door. Well, can we come inside if we're not kobolds? Hmm. If you are here to disturb my master, then you will die upon entering. 
Why is it so important that your master not be disturbed? I am not one to worry about the thoughts of a master. I just do as I'm told, because I okay. am the best servant. Well, I don't doubt that, but also my other question is, why do you think the kobolds would actually obey the sign? The sign? Yeah. They can't read, can they? No, they cannot. Well, not not common. Randall, you are a fool! Of course that's why kobolds keep trying to enter. Wait, your master is Randall? My master is indeed Randall! What business do you have with him? Uh, well, you see, um, part of our task as adventurers is when we were paid here for another reason, to come here for another reason, but our side quest of sorts was to find Randall because his brother misses him very much and loves him. What a weird reason to find him. But so long as your purpose is not nefarious or destructive, then I will not kill you if you enter this door. Excellent. We promise not to harm Randall or anything inside then. Right, guys? Okay, yes. the door is unlocked. It, it has been. Awesome. I don't have fingers. Plus, doors are stupid. Mm. Okay, I'm opening the door then. Yes, and you open this door, and inside... Let me just get these pictures out real fast. Look at that. Mike Wazowski. Oh my god, it's a fucking beholder? That's why he didn't have arms? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, you say that out loud, and the guy's like, What? No! Beholders are dumb and stupid! I am a glorious spectator! Oh. See my forearms with glorious eyes that see beyond an yes. infrared. Yes. Puny, puny uh, humans. Um, we're not humans. Not, none of us are human. You all look the same. Oh, whatever. I care not for the worries of humanity and what. I only care for my master. Mike Wazowski. Shut up. So I'm guessing this is what he was summoning back there. Yeah. You can, can I roll for that. Mike Wazowski? Hmm? How can you roll for Mike Wazowski? If he exists. Uh, lower high, Ash. Let's go high. Okay, yeah. He vaguely exists. There's legends of a one-eyed green cyclops coincidentally named Mike Wazowski. Yes! <laughs> Mike Wazowski. My name is not Mike Wazowski! Sure, Jan. Does it name that my master has given me? I hear that it is a solid name of great importance. My name is Jeff. Yeah, his name is Jeff. Cool. Why are we here again? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, we're just going to speak to Randall. Alright, inside this room, it seems that there are walls covered with big orbs and big bookshelves and star charts and um, a big-ass telescope that shoots straight through the roof. Um, there's, like, a desk and there's a chair. And on the floor that was sitting in the chair is someone you can assume to be Randall, but they look like a corpse. 
Um, oh, no. Mr. Wazowski, uh, did, did you know that your master is dead? My master? Also, I'm not Mike Wazowski. My master is not dead. Otherwise, I would be free to do whatever the hell I want. And why, why isn't he moving or anything? He's sleeping. Human sleep. Right. Uh, yes, human That's sleep, but but not not to the point where they turn into skeletons like that. He's actually not a skeleton. He seems very gaunt and like corpse-like. Uh, uh how long has he been asleep, sir? Ah, <sighs> well, we don't get the sun down here, but quite a while. Okay. Uh, can I check for rigor mortis? Yeah, check for some rigor mortis. I check for rigor mortis. I don't uh, think I need to do any checks for that because all I have to do is feel if the body is stiff. The body is not stiff, actually. Oh! I mean, that just means he didn't die recently. Maybe he's he just in Calamortis, the very first stage. You hear, like, as you're bending down to pick up, like, his arm to move it, you hear the faintest of whisper. Hello. The astral project projecting. Uh, hey, you, uh, you okay? You want some? You want some water and some rations? Drink no. the bone hurting juice. No, please. I, I have a message to relay to anyone. You see, okay. he's like, we're listening. Like you see, this actually coming out of his mouth. His raggedy beard is moving every time he speaks, and um, around his head you can see a big old pool of blood. And um, around his head, way above him, is this little tiny clear spindle circling around him. Ooh. Okay, Randall, what, what do you want, fellas? Also, your brother lost you. He missed you. Oh, that's very nice. I miss him, too. It, it, it's, it's really hard to hear him. You have to put your head, like, right next to his head in order to hear him. Okay, which one of us should be hearing this message then? Probably can't all hear right. it at once. Yeah, I I was checking for rigor mortis, so I assume I'm the closest to him. Yeah. So I'm just leaning my head down close to his. Uh, he whispers in your ear. Well, <laughs> speaks as loudly as he can, to be honest. There is a danger coming, and it is coming soon. I have been watching the stars for some time. They've been disappearing. I've heard... The voices of gods were weak, and one has told me to write. So I took it upon myself as a mission to, to do this to save everyone. <sighs> but I got cocky and I, and I fell. Quite literally, I, I fell and I broke my head. And uh, I'm currently in this <sighs> state of perpetual uh, dying. But that's not really important. I fear for the worst at this for the world I, i've been tracking the stars they've been disappearing at an alarming rate and i fear that our home is next please i i beg you do what you can to stop it but there may be nothing that you can do against a threat that can eat stars don't worry we will try our best and your work will not be in vain thank you take my book please I Even I do not know what is written there, but I trust that whatever it is will reveal itself to whoever is destined to save us all. But even I don't know the intricacies of the thought process of gods, so I can't guarantee that 
that you will win. Even if we don't win, we have tried our best and we will do everything we can. Also, it'd be really, really rad if you told my brother that I love him too. I mean, that would be this, this, the, the coolest. We will. Um, Mr. Randall, since you are dying, do you want us to maybe help you with that? Well, <laughs> what way just do you ask mean? people to give them a mercy kill. I'm sure he's in pain, aren't you? I am in great pain, and I know this seems grim, and I rather not involve such bright-eyed and cheerful kids like you to commit such a heinous act, but <sighs> I am long gone. There is no hope for me. I may be young, but if you would like your pain to cease, I will help you. Do what is a healing spell that can help? No, I don't. Foxfire? He's out of spells. No. I don't have one. I still have one spell. You do? Yeah, but none of them help. Yeah, the boy's a wizard. I, I can cast sleep on him, and then we can kill him, I guess. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, shit. Actually, what? I promised the spectator that I would not bring harm to him. He may become irate if I do. Oh, yeah. You know, gotta be honest, uh, spectator may have not been my best uh, summon for this. Mm. But uh, uh, he, he, here's the thing. Uh, you probably don't need to be the one to kill me. This, um... The star-eating whatever monstrosity is coming for us. I regret to say that it's coming soon. I'm sorry, there's not more we could do for you then. No, I mean, like, really soon. Wait, how soon are you talking? Uh, if my calculations are correct, then a couple hours. What? <laughs> Ooh! Yeah, I'm, I'm a man filled with regrets, and... Not the least is falling off a goddamn chair and warning everyone about the dangers coming ahead. Oh my god. I mean, I had the notes and everything. I had the authority. I'm, I'm a star seeker. I could, I could have done something. But then I had to, like, fall off a chair and die-ish. Abby kind of does that thing where you, like, put your hand, you, like, clasp your hands together with your fingers pointing up and she just takes a deep breath. <laughs> I'm not gonna yell at this dying old man. I'm not gonna yell at this dying old man. I mean, what what can I say? I fell off a chair. Uh, oops. Uh, life alert. Uh, I fell and I can't get up. Uh, life uh, alert exists in this universe. Okay, hi, low. <laughs> uh, low. Oh my god, life alert exists. Turns out he doesn't have an insurance policy. Bitch. I should have well, then... taken that. Uh. That life insurance policy. <laughs> I should have got a life alert. I saw the advertisements in the newspapers and I thought, what a silly thing. Well, at least we are here now to help put forth your work and try to stop this evil in the few hours that we can. I... Yeah, well, we'll try. <laughs> Won't be alive for much longer even if we don't. So... Yeah, that's kind of Me... resentment. Rest in peace, all of us, I guess. Take my yep. book. Uh, I, well, you may have been the first ones to show up, but uh, I believe destiny has brought us together. Wait, you're not one of those believers in the, the fate goddess from the town, <laughs> are you? 
Let him believe what he wants. <sighs> okay, whatever. Resource? Anyway, yes, that one. Yes, of course. Uh-huh. Well, okay. Fate or not, I guess it's upon us to take on this quest of trying to save the world before we all die in two hours, so... No, no, a couple of hours, I'd say, uh, by sunset. All right, then, I guess there's not much time to waste anymore, then. Yeah, oh, let's leave. Yes. Um, hey, can your spectator, like, can you, can you command him to kill you? Like, nope. Hmm. Uh, just, put, just put this man to sleep with your spell, and then he can pass away peacefully in his sleep. Uh, let me give you a, a small the little hint. The, uh, stone floating above my head is what's currently keeping me, uh, in stasis. I got the stone. Uh, hey, you, you, hold on! Let the old man finish! Put it you back. You should probably have that I'm, be the last I'm... thing you do! Okay, I don't grab the stone. <laughs> Let the old man finish this talking before he dies. Yeah, uh, take whatever you want from this uh, decrepit old room. I, uh, anything that can aid you in your quest. Did you hear that, Mr. Wazowski? I'm not going to respond to that comment. Yes. Oh, yes. What is it? Did you hear what he said? We can uh, take anything we want from here. What? Did he really say that? Yes, yeah. bitch. Mm. <laughs> He's still alive. He can just confirm it. Yeah, Randall's rolling his eyes. If I were dead, I'd be rolling in my grave. That's a mood. And Spectre's like, Well, eh, do what you want. So long as you do not hurt my master, as I have been instructed to keep protected. Well, okay. Let's look at stuff. There is a goddamn load of stuff. There's, um... There's a lot of, like, scrying stones and sending stones. Um, in the scrying ones, you're able to see wherever the other stone is, whatever par paired up with it is. And the sending ones are able to send, uh, audio to whatever the other one is. And there's a whole network that he's got set up, um, all across, uh, the town and all across the world... He's, it looks like he's monitoring uh, important locations. Um, he's also got uh, monitoring stars and keeping track of closest stars and rates of disappearance and stuff like that. Just a whole bunch of that kind of stuff. He's got lots of books, including books like, uh, like the equivalent of Rosetta Stone for like Orcish and like Draconic. <laughs> They're like little picture books, and you notice that the elven one is missing. Dr. Cobalt got the dictionary from. Yep. And that's probably why kobolds are banned from this place. Yeah, I had one little kobold uh, sneak in here with sneaky little bastards. Uh, you know they don't understand common, right? Um, Some of them do. Some of them do, but these didn't. Yeah, one of those uh, little kobolds stole one of my books, and well... I wasn't really using it, so thought maybe in my spare time I'd learn a new language or uh, do something fun while I'm holed up here trying to save the world. But, uh, you know, things kind of uh, got away from me. You have enough time for that in the afterlife. Mm, hope I'm going there. I mean, 
you believe in a god, you're probably going to an afterlife. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. Gosh, I don't know. Nothing seems right anymore. Anyways, stop, uh, stop worrying about my musings and get on with, you know, things. Yes, maybe we should put this man out of his suffering now, since no one has a healing spell to help him. Oh yeah, and there's also like a pile of gold in the back. I took the gold, and then the stone. <laughs> Priorities. Is there anything else in the room that you could think of that he might have that you might want to grab? Uh, does he have any, like, weaponry? Mm, yeah, he's got, like, a sword and a shield, but it seemed like it was more for his self-defense, but then he never used it, because then he summons, much... like, a like, fucking spectator. <laughs> How much gold was there? Um, 50. Yeet. Cool. Well, I think I'm good on stuff. Well, kids, the, talk is, the clock is ticking till the end of the world. Uh, hope you've uh, made peace with yourself. I'm just gonna dip on out of here. All right. Rest in Have peace, old man. What a weird way to go out. Press F to pay respects. F. 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 Good night, sweet print. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I'm kind of prince. Yeah, you grab that stone, you dip on it. You're plugging the life support. (laughs) I mean, literally, it is. And soon after that, are you guys just bolting after this? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because soon after that, you hear uh, Jeff roar out, Finally, I am free! Time to eat! Oh, no! Oh, no! I saw Rations at him. There's your food. It's a distraction. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty well distracted. You can hear some slurping noises behind you. Let's run. Run yeah. for it and don't look back. And we also need to seal the place again now that we think about it. Take the gold. Yes. Yeah. Now you don't need to worry about math anymore, guys. <laughs> All right. All right. And you are out of the catacombs. And you notice that it's, um, let's sunset. say, five hours to sunset. That's good. I'm just going to assume I threw all of my 10 rations at the spectator. That That's all good. You're good. You're, you're, you're Gucci. Yes. Oh, and I'm really hoping you took that book. Of course, I took the book. All right, good. You took El Buco. Yes, we took all of the important stuff we needed. <laughs> what is it? Like, like what? <laughs> like the book. I have that stone, so if, I don't know. If I die, I guess I can use it. Yeah, the iron stone. Yeah, it's it called keep, the iron it... stone of sustenance. Oh, I know that thing. Yeah. Basically, after you've had it on your person for a while, you don't have to eat or drink. You got your, you got your beans. You got your shits. Yes. You mean an iron bean? Yeah, sure. It's a bean. It's a clear spindle. <laughs> I'd rather think of it as a bean. Okay, then it is bean shaped now. Congrats, you have a clear bean. You have a Magatama! <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Cool. Okay, I... so what are you guys doing now? Uh, so let's take a look at that fucking book. Alright, so you guys are out of the dungeon. Seemed important. You get that book and... That's the bean stone. Bean stone. Yeah, that's what the book looks like. Um, It's nice. got... A leather strap wrapped around it in, like, a figure-eight kind of pattern. A circle in the middle with, um, a black inset mark with, that's, like, slightly reflective. 
And the book itself is purple. And the the leather binding has like writing on it. Hmm. Well, what's the leather binding? Read. Oh, none of us can read it. None. Okay. Uh, can we at least identify the language? Hmm? And we identify the language. No, I'm gonna say you straight Shit. up fail. Okay. Shit. Uh. Well, then let's crack it open and see what the fuck's inside. Because you can't it's a... open it. it. It's what? It's bound. The leather is binding it together, and it seems like actually magically sealed. Shit. The old man should have told us. Mm, too late now. He's dead. You notice that there Some is... Some of the spirits. Let's go have... to one of those mediums in the town. <laughs> I don't have the... There's a ring-shaped inlet on the very center. Who oh. has a ring? Well, no, it's not that kind of ring shape. It's flat, Shit. circular, and it seems like something that's also flat and circular would be put inside. Torchfire! The coin! The coin! Oh my god! <laughs> yes! Alright, the coin slots in perfectly, and the writing on the leather binding lights up, and the letters float up, and you can see that they're, uh, that they say, the tale of two talons, and those letters disappear, and the book opens, and you guys are gonna lose your goddamn mind. I wonder if I can upload this entire thing. Oh, nope, it's gonna have to be page by page, boys. Fun. Are we uploading it to? 50, or no, 40 pages. That's too many. <laughs> I think it failed. <laughs> I can't upload that many. Oh, no. Okay, here we go again. <laughs> it's got all sorts of pride flags in it. <laughs> Those aren't pride flags. Are you sure about Yet. that? <laughs> Yet. <laughs> The lesbian pride flag right there. I saw it. Wow, I like that one. It's just a blank piece of white. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that That's last one. Don't, don't worry about that last flag. one. It was just extra. Um, <laughs> uh, what, what fantastic descriptions for this audio-based podcast, but basically what you got is some heavily, heavily encrypted book pages with pictures that are corrupted. How do you corrupt a paper book? Magic. And I'm telling you guys this right now. This this is the backstory of this story. This is the complete backstory of it. This isn't huh. this is forty pages worth of backstory in a in a coded message. And, Shit. and I would be uh <laughs> fuck, you can beat GM if you're able to decode this. Fuck. Shit, should be a warlock. <laughs> Yeah, you open this book and there's all these pictures of things that, uh, gosh, they look so weird and you have no idea what they are of. And, like, some of them are more corrupted than others. Um, yeah, I can see some furries in there. <laughs> you, can put it <laughs> you can see. Okay, which picture in particular are you calling a goddamn furry? <laughs> oh, I can, I can pull them. Let me scroll back up. <laughs> But even if you're unable to read the text, the pictures um, do fall along to what's being said, you can assume. Doesn't that look like a furry to you? Maybe it's before you felt a furry. Not until you said that. <laughs> oh, man. I saw I saw other ones that look vaguely furry. 
Are you gonna like point out anything that's like vaguely humanoid looking and you're like, that's, that's a furry! Scaly. Oh my god. This is scaly. Oh my god. It's a feral scaly. Oh my god, I'm so glad I got you, Yuendo. Oh my god. You got me from furry heck. What did you expect from me? What the fuck? I, I what the fuck? From furry hell. <laughs> you're just doing such a good job. I'm so proud of you. Oh, this is so good. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, You're welcome. And as you open this book and you read through all these pages and you look through all these pictures, a weird sense of dread comes over you as you are overwhelmed by this sense that this world is a lot bigger than you expected. That you've gotten yourself into something that you didn't expect to be so large and grand. You've gotten yourself into a big sticky mess of uh, gods and world destruction, and let's hope that you make it out okay. 